Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Stephen with the PH sent me a note about a story out of Florida, and this one caught my attention, only because of the links that someone went to. Uh, Florida Uber driver kept stolen rental car running for three weeks to avoid payments, according to the deputies involved in the arrest. This is from ClickOrlando.com. Christine Ziza wrote this. The man was arrested in Polk County, Polk County, Florida. An Uber driver in Florida was arrested Tuesday night, accused of using a rental car that he wasn't paying for to pick up passengers, according to the Polk County Sheriff's Office. And by the way, a lot of rental places will actually have in their contract things you are and are not allowed to do with their vehicle. And using it as a pay-for-hire vehicle is probably excluded. But they don't mention the name of the rental car company here, so I'm not sure. But the man's 27 years old. He stopped at Polk County Deputy on U.S. 27 in uh, Davenport while driving a couple in a Chevrolet Equinox. Uh, in a Facebook post, the sheriff's office states Equinox was a rented vehicle, not his, and the rental company had reported it stolen because he stopped making the uh, rental payments on it. So it almost sounds like it was a, a lease, but it does keep saying rental, rental, rental. So according to the sheriff's office, the man acknowledged that the rental car company had called every day, but he had refused to answer because he suspected they wanted their money. <laughs> So when you don't answer the phone repeatedly on the number you gave them and you're not making payments, that's when they are allowed to report it stolen, especially if you, hang, you, know, you hung on to it longer than you paid for in advance or agreed to. Uh, according to the sheriff's office, he acknowledged they called him and to get around a device in the vehicle that the company can trigger remotely to keep it from restarting, he kept it running for three straight weeks. And so you may have heard there's companies out there, especially uh, uh, leasing companies, buy here, pay here lots, oftentimes involving uh, a suboptimum credit, uh, where you can buy a vehicle or, or lease a vehicle. And if you miss a payment, they'll tell you that not only can we repay, uh, re, you know, repo the vehicle, we can flip a switch to where you can't start the vehicle. Now, there's an issue there, believe it or not. And I remember when they first hit the scene, because a lot of people were freaking out, they'd never heard of this before. And it's like, wait, the car's my driveway, but I can't start it. But there were also complaints that there were companies out there that installed the switches in such a way that when they flipped the switch, it accidentally shut the car off. If you're driving down the road and your car gets shut off remotely by somebody who's not there, that would be a problem. However, of course, people would say, no, Steve, that wouldn't make any sense because they simply put in a kill switch that kept the starter motor from engaging. If that's true, of course, it wouldn't do what I just said it would do. But there were more than enough complaints to convince most of us that some of these things were either wired differently or wired wrongly. Never underestimate the ability of, of a, a subpar mechanic wiring something poorly, uh, especially when it's not his car or her car, for that matter. So they say here he kept it running for three sta uh, straight weeks because he suspected that if he shut it off, he wouldn't be able to restart it again. He now faces charges of grand theft of a motor vehicle and driving while license suspended or revoked. Now, I got a question for you Uber drivers, and I got a few in the audience. Does Uber not track the status of your license, or do they not have access to that information? Because it seems to me that if I got into an Uber, I would assume that the driver is licensed to drive. So the couple who were passengers in the car at the time of the pullover got a ride from deputies back to where they were staying. And the reason they're in town from the U.K. is they were here ahead of their wedding. 
So they now have a story they can tell everybody that we were in America taking an Uber and we were there when the car got pulled over and got impounded and the driver got arrested and the story made the news and there's even people on YouTube talking about it. (laughs) Oh, but this is just crazy. And so this does get you back to, you go into a rental car place. And by the way, you know, we're always joking about Hertz and Avis and Enterprise and the big companies. There are smaller rental car companies out there, and especially local ones that might just operate locally and have a few cars and rent them out. So it sounds like it was probably one of those because the name of the company is not here. So the, the sheer irony of this is the fact that I do all these stories about rental car companies, the big ones, accusing people of stealing cars when they haven't. Along comes a story where it appears that a guy did steal a car from a rental car company, and they don't tell us the name of the company. (laughs) I feel let down. I feel let down. But by the way, as an attorney, I need to point out a couple things. One of which is, if somebody in a typical situation rented a car and overstayed their rental, and the car got picked up and they got charged with auto theft, you might be able to raise some defenses and arguments and say, well, I, I prove that he did this to keep the car from you versus just forgetting when the car was due. There's, there's two big things that are going to get him here. One of which is that he kept the car running for three weeks. No one does that unless they've got an extreme reason for doing so. And that is simply that he knew that he couldn't restart the car. And the only reason he knew that is he understood that he had overstayed his rental. The second thing is he's not answering his phone. Now, by itself, the failure to answer your own phone might not be enough to stick you with Grand Theft Auto. But on the other hand, in this context and adding to it the fact he kept it running for three weeks, yes. And keep in mind, most likely to keep this thing running for three weeks, he had to pull into gas stations and refill the tank with gas while it was running. Now, I'm not going to claim that that's a big violation of the law for which you should go to prison. But I'm pointing out that most people, as a matter of routine, pull in, shut the car off, put the gas in, pay for the gas, or vice versa, pay for the gas, put the gas in, and then return the pump handle to the pump, get in the car, restart the car, and drive off. The fact that he refilled the car without doing that would likewise show that he knew something was up. So you got those three things. Of course, two of those are related, keeping the car running and refilling it while running. But it's going to be a a bad situation for him if he tries to defend this because if these facts, and again, if these facts are as reported, he's got some problems. He's got some problems. So uh, I don't know how much money he made as an Uber driver. And by the way, uh, deep down, again, (laughs) I'm not saying I admire the guy or salute the guy or that I think he should get off scot-free. I do, on one level, have to point out that the guy's working. At least he's trying. (laughs) So many people out there looking for ways to scam things and steal things and and just something for nothing. This guy's driving people around for fares, and and, and he's trying to make some money. Now, of course, underlying that, he's doing it with a stolen car. That's a problem. I'll be the first to concede that. I'm the first to concede that. But the final thing I'm going to end on here is I joked the other day about somebody who was sending text messages confirming what they're doing was wrong. Here are the receipts for the stolen money. Have you received them? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Talk about creating a paper trail. I have to imagine that Uber, on some level, does track where you've driven, how far you've driven, when you did it, and so on. 
And so they are, and by they, I mean the authorities, going to be able to, if they need to, I would assume, get from Uber records and documents showing all the places this car was driven in the three weeks it was kept running. And uh, I also do wonder if other people realized it. Like if other people he lived with me have come and said, hey, dude, your car's running. It's been running since last night. I wonder if that ever happened either. But far afield, I admit, Christy Zeiser wrote to Stephen of the PH Senate. Thanks a lot, my friend. From uh, clickorlando.com. So yeah, it's out of Florida. Uber driver kept stolen rental car running for three weeks to avoid payments, according to the deputies who pulled him over. But the good news is they took the couple in the car and got them where they're going. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. It wasn't the end of the earth, but you could see it from there.